2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, the 10th annual episode or 10th anniversary episode of Today on Broadway aired yesterday. And in it, you guys talked about a whole bunch of exciting stuff, including Superhero, the other Josh Cohen, The Cake, uh, The Prom, Juno and the, pay ch- uh, and the Paycock, not Paycheck. I don't keep wanting to say that. Um, as well as uh, WP Theater's uh, uh, Hate Fork, which I'm excited to see. And one other thing that I think you know what it is. I don't want to talk about it just yet because we're going to get to that here in a little bit. But mm. um, what stood out for you uh, from this week on Broadway? Uh, we talked a little bit about Peter's upcoming show. We talked about um, – we, we did spend a good good amount of time on the other Josh Cohn, which we love. And we uh, – we dropped some music in from Josh Cohn, the other Josh Cohn from the other Josh Cohn at the top of the show, which uh, got some good feedback from uh, folks. And we talked about Hate Fork. Um, and what do they think? Don't spoil it. Did they, did, who saw it and did they like it? Uh, both of them saw it. Uh, mixed. Oh, OK. Well, that's better than bad, I suppose. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, what? actually, they, they, they we buried the lead. Um uh, Joe Broncato over at Penguin Rep uh, has got a production of uh, a show called After at 59 East 59. And uh, we, we uh, 59 East 59 is has become that that utility hitter that just you can count on them mm-hmm. to get on base. Uh, they're just putting out, out show after show after show at 59 East 59 that is very, very good. And, and Penguin Rep and Joe Broncato is, have, have always put out great stuff. So after it, 59 East 59 should be uh, something that is off the beaten path that is very worth seeing. Good to know. All right. So let, before we get into the news, we want to say a fond farewell to the Roundabout Theater Company's Broadway revival of Sam Shepard's True West, starring Ethan Hawke and Paul Dano. It closed its Broadway limited run yesterday. And also... The uh, a big majority of the original cast of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, um, if I knew anything about Harry Potter, I'd say whatever the spell is for disappearing. Um, they disappeared from uh, the Lyric Theater and, and went most of them back to the UK. Unfortunately, it sounds like Jamie Parker, who plays Harry Potter, had to miss some of the last performances because he was ill which also happened when they were finishing their runs in London. So I don't know if it's some sort of curse or something, but uh, apparently it didn't go well. James Snyder uh, will take over as Harry Potter as well as with the rest of the cast, uh, including uh, Jesse and Abby Mueller's brother, Matt, uh, who's playing Ron Weasley. They'll take over beginning on the 20th. I think they should sell Mueller water because something's in the water at the Mueller household, you know. Seriously. (laughs) That's some talent happening there. Hmm. All right. So first up in the news, waitress teases the next Dr. Pometer. Yeah, James, every time they have a big casting announcement for waitress, they send out these weird uh, Twitter, social media things. And sometimes they're really goofy and really weird and off the beaten path. But almost always you can generally guess pretty closely who the actor is that they're referencing. With this one, there is literally no guessing required because... All of the clue that they said is uh, there's a, a video and it says, can you guess the next Dr. Pometer? And all it is is audio of one Jeremy Jordan 
singing She Used to Be Mine. If you are if you're listening to this show, you know, Jeremy Jordan's voice very well. So it is very obvious. Now, James, I want to flash back to last Tuesday's episode coming fresh off you seeing Jeremy Jordan and Seth Rudesky at Town Hall when he mentioned he was coming back to Broadway and announcement would be coming soon. Uh, I made an, a, a prediction that apparently was a little too subtle for some people. So let's travel back in time to hear that prediction. I have zero inside information, but I want to get my crystal ball out. No inside information. But then again, what's inside information? Uh, I think it only takes a taste of his comments to come up with a really not bad idea as to what the soft place for him to land on Broadway might be. Again, everything changes and I'm just speculating. So if I'm wrong, don't focus on the negative. I'm just guessing. Uh, but I think I have an idea as to what show he might be coming into. So if you know anything about uh, Waitress, you will know that there were a number of show lyrics buried in there. James, I'm going to throw you under the bus. I apologize. You can edit this out if you want. But afterwards, you didn't pick up on them, mainly because you only partially listened to me when I talk. But uh, you asked me what it, what it, what I was referencing. So it was Waitress. I, I think this was a very obvious thing. And clearly it's happened. He is going to be the next Dr. Pometer. And it's interesting, James, because he's been... He'd been gone from Broadway in New York for like three years because he was shooting Supergirl in Vancouver. And he comes back to Broadway um, almost immediately, does American Sun. And now he's jumping into a, a a show that's already running. He's replacing in Waitress. And that makes a ton of sense because to open a new musical on Broadway, you usually have to be part, especially as a lead. You're generally going through the entire uh, you know, work developmental process. And he hasn't had the opportunity to do that because he's been living, you know, three quarters of the year up in Canada. So uh, if we can get Jeremy Jordan back on Broadway in a musical in one way or another, I think this is great. Next up after this, though, I hope it's a new show. So I'm going to make myself look even more stupid. So there's no need to okay. edit it out. Okay. Good. Right after your prediction, I said something along the lines of he sang some song that I had no idea what it was, but it was amazing. It was, oh, she used to be me. mine. Oh, James. Yeah, there it was. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I did not connect it because of the miscast type of thing, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, yeah. Which he did sing it at miscast, which I was at in 2018. It was fantastic. He was actually sitting on a stool on stage next to Sarah Bareilles because they have the entire cast sitting on stage. And they just say, all right, next up, Jeremy Jordan. She didn't know what he was going to sing. And so he started singing it and she went crazy, of course. Uh, and he sang a lot of it to her. It was very cute. So, uh um, definitely check that out online. I'll see if I can throw it in the show notes. So, yeah, I mean, the clues were all around me, but, you know, my superpower is being oblivious. <laughs> oblivious man, you know. Yeah, Lots of people know me as oblivious man. So. <laughs> well, they do now. I mean, your secret identity is gone. So. Ah, yeah, but I don't know that because I'm oblivious man. <laughs> see what I did right. there? <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's the Department of Redundancy Department. Yeah, all right. I love it. Uh, so next up in the news, cast for Broadway bound The Flamingo Kid, teased on social media. Yeah, James. Okay, so this is literally we, we delayed recording a few minutes because I was tracking this down on social media because I follow uh, the great and the good Queen Leslie Margarita earlier this week. Or actually, for the past couple months, she's been teasing a new musical that she's in that's going to come to Broadway. And yesterday or on Sunday or Saturday, she teased that she was out in Los Angeles 
doing a work session and um, like like a, a photo shoots for an upcoming out of town tryout for a Broadway musical. I could not for the life of me think of what it might be. Well, today on social media, she posted pictures from Brentwood, Los Angeles, with a whole bunch of flamingo type things. Uh, and it included not only herself, but another one of our favorites, Mark Kudish, uh, as well as Emily Schulthesis, Jimmy Brewer, Colby Getzug, and more. If you're unfamiliar with this, this is based off of a, an early 80s Matt Dillon movie. It's going to feature book and lyrics by Robert L. Friedman and music by Scott Frankel. Uh, the great Darko Treznik is directing and is being choreographed by Dennis Jones. This is going to have its world premiere at Hartford Stage uh, beginning on May 9th with the intention to come to Broadway the following season. So uh, just kind of putting this all together. Maybe uh, we're going to get an official casting announcement here very soon from from Hartford Stage or the Broadway producers. But um, uh, very exciting. Anytime you can get Leslie Margarita and Mark Kudish into a show, those are very good things. But I guess that probably means if Mark Kudish is involved, that girl from the North Country has given up its plans to come to Broadway. Hmm. Or maybe without Kudish. Hmm. Yes, of course, which is never a good idea. But if you have to, you have to. All right. Uh, what do we have in this week's theatrical schedule? Unsurprisingly, James, it's a busy week. So let's start tonight with John Guare's new whaling play, which I didn't realize Nantucket Sleigh Ride, the name of the play, was a whaling term until you told me. It officially opens off Broadway tonight at Lincoln Center. Directed by the great Jerry Zaks, the show features a dynamite cast, including John Larroquette, Will Swinson, Douglas Sills, Adam Chandler Barrett, Tina Binko, Tina Binko Stacey Sargent, and more. The show is currently scheduled to run through May 5th. Then on Tuesday, the latest Broadway revival of the groundbreaking Riders and Hammerstein classic Oklahoma exclamation point. Got to stay consistent with the punctuation, James, uh, will again look to break ground in a whole new way this time, because this one is directed by Daniel Fish and presented in the round at Circle in the Square Theater. Sexy Oklahoma was last seen at St. Anne's Warehouse in Dumbo, and the cast features Damon Duano, Rebecca Naomi Jones, Ali Stroker, Mary Testa, James Davis, pa Patrick Vale. Will Brill and more. Trust me when I tell you this ain't like no Oklahoma you've ever seen. Unless, of course, you've seen the two previous productions of this version of Oklahoma, then it is very much like an Oklahoma that you have seen in the past. This one is set to open on April 7th. The show is slated to be a limited run just through September 1st. Moving on to Wednesday. First, the new play by Pulitzer Prize winner Suzanne Laurie Parks officially opens at the Public Theater. Directed by the Public's artistic director Oscar Eustace, White Noise stars David Diggs, Shariah Irving, Thomas Sadowski, and Zoe Winters, and is currently set to run through April 21st. If you are not familiar with Parks' work, it is often challenging, a bit experimental, and deeply intelligent. James, I've said that I think this could transfer uptown if things line up properly, and I'm not backpedaling. But I will say that there is a reason that only one of Laura, Suzanne Laurie Parks' shows has ever been on Broadway, and that was Top Dog Underdog, which won the Pulitzer back in 2002. And that's mainly, in my opinion, because commercial producers are scared to present the kinds of risk-taking works that she puts out there. But with Oscar Eustace directing, David Diggs, Thomas Sadowski, um, this seems like something that uh, could very well make the transfer, and we'll see if that happens. Now, also on Wednesday, New York City Center Encores will present Rogers and Hart's I Married an Angel. Of course, it runs just through Sunday because it is an Encores production. It stars Nikki M. James, Philip Atmore, Max Baker, Anne Harada, Haley Podshoon, Tom Robbins, and more. 
Next up on Thursday, the original Broadway production of the Temptations musical Ain't Too Proud opens at the Imperial Theater, directed by bio musical stalwart Des McEnough, along with his regular choreographer Sergio Trujillo. The musical features the classic Motown music and a book by acclaimed playwriter Dominique Moriso. Starring Derek Baskin, James Harkness, Jawan M. Jackson, Jeremy Pope, and Ephraim Sykes, the show has had three previous out of town tryouts before coming to Broadway. So we will see if all of that trying out paid dividends when the critics uh, make their opinions known on Thursday. Personally, I'm a little suspect. But also on Thursday, down at the Classic Stage Company, an off-Broadway revival of the historically important musical The Cradle Will Rock begins performances under the direction of Tony winner John Doyle. Starring Tony Yazbek, Sally Ann Triplett, Rima Webb, Laura Pulver, and more, the show is originally from 1937 and was by uh, Mark Blitzstein and was originally directed by Orson Welles. Yes, that Orson Welles. But because it was a Brechtian allegory against corporate greed, against government, against religion, focusing on um, the importance of unionizing and socialist type things, uh, it drew the ire of the WPA, which shut the show down before it could be performed on Broadway. And then to get around the government and unions, it was done in historic fashion with Blitzstein playing the piano on stage and the cast performing their parts from the audience. Who knows if John Doyle figures out a way to incorporate that in his surely stripped down staging. Anyway, this production is scheduled to run through May 19th. Now, James, let's move to Friday, which features the first previews of two of the shows that I am the most excited to see when I come to town later this month and then into April. First is the Broadway premiere of Town, written by Anais Mitchell. The show originally started just as an album. She's a singer-songwriter. She wrote an album called Hades Town, and then working with director Rachel Chavkin, turned it into a musical, which premiered off-Broadway at the New York Theatre Workshop, then went to the Citadel Theatre in Edmonton, then to the National Theatre in London. Now, James, it took some hits in the UK, not receiving a single Olivier nomination. That might have had something to do with the show itself, might have had something to do with the fact that it was a commercial production using the taxpayer-funded National Theater as a tryout, but that's neither here nor there. But we've often talked in the past about the difference between the musical theater sensibilities on the different sides of the Atlantic Ocean. So I, I'm I'm still sticking to my prediction that this will win Best Musical and two actors will win Tony's as well. But take it with a grain of salt. Didn't go as well in the UK as I thought it might. Now, the folks that could be up for those Tonys are Patrick Page, Amber Gray, Eva Noblezada, Reeve Carney, and Andre DeShields. I'm seeing this one on Wednesday, April 3rd, and I am so, so ready. I'm actually going to the matinee of Hadestown, and then that night, I'm seeing the Layman Trilogy at Park Avenue Armory, which also begins previews this coming Friday. Originally written in Italian by Stefano Massini, Ben Power adapted it to the English language, and Sam Mendez directs. The show stars just three actors, the great Simon Russell Beale, Adam Godley, and Ben Miles. In the show, they play the Lehman Brothers of accounting uh, firm fame, their sons and grandsons, spanning nearly two centuries and told in three acts. It received rave reviews, unlike Hades Town, at the National Theater and is currently scheduled to run through April 20th. And James, I, I fly home on April 4th, so these two shows to close out my trip have me very very excited. Now, speaking of closing things out, um, two shows that are closing on Sunday, March 24th, that I want to mention, Bozeman and Lena at the Signature Theater and Hurricane Diane at New York Theater Workshop in conjunction with WP Theater. I, of course, will have links to all of these shows that I mentioned in the show notes if you'd like more information. All right. So what do we have in the recommendation section? Well, when I started writing the script, 
uh, we didn't have a lot of news. Then this waitress thing and the Flamingo Kid thing dropped. So I had a lot of recommendation stuff, but I'm just going to run through them really quickly. First, we've got highlights from Title of Show's reunion concert that was held last Monday. Then I've got the latest Melania Trump um, appearance on the Colbert's uh, Late Show with uh, Laura Benanti. However, if you follow me on Twitter, you saw how excited I was about this one because there features a special appearance by someone else. So you might want to watch that. And then finally... My, if you've been following social media over the last few weeks, you will not be surprised if I tell you that there is a mystery pooper on Broadway. And by mystery pooper, yes, I mean someone who is just pooping mysteriously in random places. If you need to be caught up on that and the hilarious reactions from Broadway stars, um, not the website, actual stars on Broadway, um, I will have a, a little story that one of my Broadway World colleagues put together kind of rounding all of that craziness up. Oh, boy. All right. What do we have in other news? <laughs> <laughs> Never thought uh, in three years of doing the show that I'd be saying mystery pooper. Well, um, you know, but- it, it just uh, in the last uh, two weeks, the um, uh, was it the Magic Mike auditions? Uh, it was. It started at the Magic the, Mike auditions at Pearl at Studios. At Pearl Studios. And, and it just, I mean, I can't believe we held off on this story for so many days. I mean, I'm sorry. I just felt like at some point. <laughs> I mean, it's probably someone had someone probably brought a dog. It was probably a dog's poop. It probably wasn't actually a human being, but whatever. Anyway, in other news on Friday, it was announced that uh, speaking of Oklahoma, um, the uh, uh, Ali Hakim from the London and the last Broadway version of Oklahoma, Peter Polycarpu, will play Sancho Panza to Kelsey Grimmer's Don Quixote de la Mancha in the English National Opera's Western revival of The Man of La Mancha. The show will play six weeks at the London Coliseum beginning on April 26th. Next up, Playwrights Horizons announced last week that they were extending Tori Sampson's If Pretty Hurts, Ugly Must Be a Muffucker. Uh, fucka. Uh, the show will now run through April 5th. And finally, Second Stage finally announced the casting for tonight's Musical Monday concert of Dogfight by Pasek and Paul. The cast includes original star Derek Klenna, as well as Michaela Diamond as Rose, along with Anthony uh, Cipriano. Natalie Walker, E.J. Eldred, Pearl's son, and more. If you would like information on any or all of these stories we've talked about today, please check out the show notes at broadwayradio.com. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. And my name is James Marino from broadwayradio.com and broadwaystars.com. Thanks for kicking off your week with us, and Matt and I will be back and talk with you tomorrow. For that girl that I knew Who'd be reckless Just enough Who'd get hurt Hope to learns How to toughen up And she's bruised And gets used by a man Who can love Oh, and then She'll be stuck And be scared Of a life that's inside her Growing strong each day Just a little And bring back the fire In her eyes That's been gone But it used to be
she's kind. She is lonely most of the time. She's all of this mixed up, baked, beautiful. She is gone, but she used to. 